Evening, passengers. This is your conductor speaking. Take your seats, keep all arms, tentacles, and other appendages inside the hearse at all times. We wouldn't want any unhappy accidents, now would we? Tonight's brought to you by the dark underbelly of the mythological and factual world. It may not be appropriate for all the little cryptids in your home. Be sure to tuck them into their coffins with a kiss goodnight, because we're revving up for our road trip to the grave. Hey, I'm Matu. Hey guys, I'm Shelby, and I'll be your driver tonight. Steph's not with us, she's got the sicky icky icky. Is it under the weather? Under the weather. But I'm the tired. Well, take a nap. And Zenfire's in the <laughs> And that's how to out yourself as a millennial. No. What? So I think I'm going to do this episode a little bit different. I mean, Monty knows what I'm going to talk about, but I'm going to paint y'all a picture. Yes. We'll, we'll get into it from there. I mean, if you're familiar with the story, it'll it'll stand out you'll be like oh i know what you're talking about but if not then it's gonna be a fun little ride so here we go yeah penis a picture picasso that's not like you said penis a picture and i was like oh, what yeah do that too while you're at it <laughs> Dick pics. if you don't mind <laughs> richard art <laughs> <laughs> the year is 1173 you and Wigloff are living your best 12th century life you're churning butter you're mucking out pig pens. You know, general peasantry shit. When suddenly, near the wolf pits that gave the town its name, you spot them. Two small, untended, green children. They wore strange clothes and spoke in what Erdwolf and Uhtred described as gibberish and acting nervously. The children were then taken to the home of Sir Richard de Can, who took them in. The children refused to eat anything for several days until they saw a field of green beans, which they immediately just absolutely fucked up. They ate all the green beans. <laughs> Delicious. They were, they were like, oh, fuck, finally food. <laughs> right, it's starving. Good. No, they tried to feed them, but they were like, ew, no. <laughs> no, only green beans are food. What are you talking about? Right? Could you imagine? <laughs> They, like I said, they just fuck up these green beans, and then they're slowly <laughs> introduced to the food at the village, and they're like, uh, "Fucking, I guess." <laughs> we all don't got anything else to eat. I suppose. Right. Also, fortunately for the kids, um, like once they started eating the green beans, they lost that green pallor. And uh, Mr. Decon there also taught the children English, and once they were fluent. Dakon was able to ascertain where the children came from and why they were green. They responded with the following. Also, when I read this, I was like, this is, like, you'll see. I was like, children said this? <laughs> <laughs> you know, when people are like, my two-year-old is so fucking smart. She read me the Bill of Rights from memory. Oh my <laughs> God. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, that absolutely happened. Cool. I'm really sure McKinley said that. <laughs> right. We are inhabitants of the land of St. Martin, who is regarded with peculiar veneration in the country which gave us birth. We are ignorant of how we arrived here. We only remember this, that on a certain day, when we were feeding our father's flocks in the fields, 
we heard a great sound, such as we are now accustomed to hear at St. Edmund's when the bells are chiming. And whilst listening to the sound in admiration, we became on a sudden, as it were, entranced, and found ourselves among you in the fields where you were reaping. The sun does not rise upon our countryman, our land is little cheered by its beams. We are contented with that twilight which among you precedes the sunrise or follows the sunset. Moreover, a certain luminous country is seen, not far distant from ours and divided from it by a very considerable river. So, that's, that's what they told him. Yeah, I'm sure that absolutely happened I'm from a sure child's mouth. They said all of that. Totally. All of they were probably mm-hmm. like, bro, I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, um, if you haven't gathered by now, this is the story of the green children of Woolpit. And uh, there was a boy and a girl. The boy was older, and there was a little girl. And I believe it's the boy who tells him this story. But even still, like, I'm sure they didn't just sit him down one day we're like hmm you're fluent enough in english now what the fuck happened and they're just like yeah all that like okay and joseph smith got beat up by a frog (laughs) i was like this is like i know obviously our english is very different from that english but that's still like a lot for a child even for like early and middle english (laughs) yeah it really is there's also a version of this story where um, the children entered a cave in St. Martin and they like Narnia'd it and ended up in <laughs> Woolpit. <laughs> That's what happened. It had to have been a cave. Oh. Right. They entered a cave and then shabam, they're in England. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh my god. Of all the places, white England. But um, there's there's like scholars of the medieval period that believe that like that part of the story is unlikely and it was probably added in like later editions because there's a popular motif of like entering like a cave or entering something and then being transported somewhere else so they believe it's unlikely that in like the actual real version of this that that happened well yeah so basically what happened was the first part i mean we'll get into more of most likely what happened because again this happened like a thousand-ish years ago yeah a long time at long ass time ago yeah like 900 years ago so um i would like for you to guess how mr decan responded to this what do you think he did with this knowledge uh i feel like I don't know, but like personally, I would have been like, that's nice, sweetie. And just like went on with my life. He went, that's nice, honey. Let's go get you baptized. See, I told you that's nice, honey. You're obviously possessed. He had them both baptized. He was all, okay. They're possessed. I love that. Oh, it's so perfect. You know what's really sad though about that? The boy died very (gasps) shortly after that. Oh my god, he was possessed. <laughs> no, they, 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 they clearly had, like, fucking jaundice or something, but... They probably use, like, that nasty River Thames water, right? <laughs> I, I, I have no idea how close Suffolk is to the River I Thames. don't know, but doesn't the River Thames, like, constantly have cocaine in it now for some reason? I don't know. I There's, know. like, always reports about, the, like, the lobsters or the fish and shit and uh, the Thames, like, being high on coke. And I'm just like, is going on there like they're having a party 
resisting the urge to go on a King of the Hill tangent about uh, <laughs> that episode. I think it's called like Big Mouth Crack. Uh, I know exactly yeah. which episode you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Where he's love, buying like, cracked fish. I love the like very subtle backstory about like the guy who owns the tackle shop, like burning down his shop for the Oh, yeah. Money, Just kind of. Like, just kind of slowly in there it's just like peppered in there <laughs> just itty bitty just a little tiny bit <laughs> yeah just just a little tiny bit so the girl uh the girl you know went on to continue um working for decamp it says working i'm like was it was it working <laughs> or was it indentured servitude <laughs> right However, I don't know how she became to be known as Agnes. Like, I don't know if Dekan gave her that name or if he chose that name for herself. But she was described as impudent and wanton, which, good for her. Yeah, get it, girl. We're supporting women's wrongs right now, okay? Oh, no, it gets better. Oh, please. Yes, enthralling. A royal official. Okay. Agnes. Get it, Agnes. Perfect name. Yes. <laughs> no Agnes reason. Is like my cousin. Yeah, right. <laughs> my sister. She married a man by the name of Richard Barr. Um, reports vary, but according to some sources, they had one child together. So, I mean, she reminded me very much of Alice Roosevelt. <laughs> I can see that. I can definitely see that. Big Alice Roosevelt energy. So, <laughs> the end. I love no, just it. Kidding. That's like that's the uh, that's the backstory basically. That's the story of the children of Woolpit. So we will uh, go a little bit into it. Um, so what the hell is with the Wolf Pit? <laughs> so, the Wolf Pit. <laughs> where they found the children. They found the children by a Wolf Pit, and it's exactly what it sounds like. Oh it's yeah, like it's the definition. A pit for catching wolves. I don't know how the fuck that works. <laughs> <laughs> Very carefully. <laughs> They're all getting there. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> they throw children in it, wait for wolves to come. Right. So they built a town around it because, you know, if you have such a bad wolf problem that you're building pits. <laughs> right. Might as well have a fucking town there while you're at it. That's the perfect place to build a village, obviously. Um, the clearly. The town was originally called Wolf Pit, but it became Wolf Pit. Um, was- can you imagine being like, you know what? Mm, let's just name it after the wolf pit. <laughs> I'm like really tired of having to walk from like our village to over here to see if the wolf pits caught anything. So let's just build a village. Yeah, let's just move. Let's just move. Let's just do it. And then um, our next aspect of the story is why were the children green? Because I know mm-hmm. you see a lot in like more modern tellings people are like oh my you see them as like electric bright green like aliens and that's not mm-hmm. the case but it was like more like you know just obvious sickness right so yeah. based on the green pallor of their skin uh people at the time called it green sickness because it was so fucking common <laughs> at that time that uh they had a name for it so and like i said earlier like once the children started going fucking ham on green beans like their <laughs> their like nutrition improved so their pallor improved mm-hmm. so based off of that we can gather that they had hypochromic anemia 
and hypochromic anemia is caused by an iron deficiency that causes the red blood cells to be paler than they normally would be, leading to the green tint. Yeah, it's literally just because like our blood is kind of a bluish green um, underneath the skin because of the, the layering of our skin. Right. So like when the uh, like when the tint from the red blood cells becomes paler, it makes your skin appear to be green. Mm-hmm. Like if you've ever seen like a queasy white person is like. Yeah. And that's it. And it's not like yeah. this. It's not like, you know, the color of a leaf green. It's just like. Yeah. Like really pale. I'll put some of the images that I found, like, while I was researching this story onto the Instagram, because I was like, bitch, they were not Martians. (laughs) Right, yeah, they were not, like, alien green. They were just, like... Scroll in there looking like Kermit the Frog. (laughs) I can imagine. At that moment, you do think that that's a a demon. Hello. Like, what do you do? 12th century, like... I think what also led to a lot of the hysteria was that they were, quote-unquote, dressed weird. Like, I think if they had been dressed in like what the villagers were more accustomed to they probably I was gonna say, like oh look at this wasn't there like a theory or whatever that they're from like another country or whatever from like a country that. over oh, okay yeah so they were like oh my god they're dressed so weird and they're green so <laughs> people like let that run with their imaginations they're all aliens or some fucking shit shrek uh, so- obviously it's shrek get out my swamp <laughs> <laughs> get out my wolf pit <laughs> It's not like super relevant, but it was just like so out there that I could not pass this up. I found some shit about green sickness and how they attempted to treat it back then. Oh my God, please tell me. That I was like, I have to share this because I knew that you would be all about this. A hundred percent. For whatever fucking reason, green sickness was considered to be in the spectrum of women's illnesses. Even though oh, the obviously. Boy had it. The little boy had it. Uh, clearly, he was a trans boy. What are you talking about, Shelby? Obviously, I should have seen the signs, but <laughs> you should have known that penis is just there for show. <laughs> but like, you know, when I say women's illnesses, I'm talking about like hysteria, hysteria. wandering womb, <laughs> uh-huh. basically the shit that makes me glad I'm not alive during that time. Straight period. up fucking yellow wallpaper shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It also had another name. Would you like to? Yes. They called the green sickness. They called it the virgin's disease. Excuse me. Excuse me. No. (laughs) What? So, um, I'm going to read off an excerpt, um, from a website that I found that like listed, um, well, not an excerpt. I paraphrased. Sorry. (laughs) <laughs> from a website called the marysue.com the original article was delightful i will uh, <laughs> i'll link it because it all of their great. stuff is so good yes so here they listed three of the uh quote-unquote cures for it the first one is steel water um steel water was steel filings and steel powder that they boiled in white wine and then sugar and spices were added to, I don't fucking know, make it palatable or something. After drinking that concoction, the person was told to vigorously exercise. Okay, so I understand the concept, like the thought process. If you're like, this person has a deficiency and we know that 
metal will make it better. I understand like that, like, so they're kind of close, like iron, it was an iron deficiency, but right. like, it's not the type of iron they're thinking of. Like, please do not just yeah. insert steel onto your body. Yes. So they were told to like vigorously exercise after drinking this, which just seems like cruel and unusual punishment to be like, here, drink alcohol and then go work out. <laughs> they were told that that would clear the blockage and balance the humors. And Jesus fuck again, am I glad I'm not alive back then. Yeah, uh, um, during one of my history classes, we did a whole thing on the humors and like, that shit is fucking bananas. It's bananas. Yes. Like y'all tried, but- <laughs> Real hard. So here's an actual recipe also for steel water from like um, a like home recipe book. Do so not try is, it home, please. Um, don't do it. Don't, don't do it. it. All, yeah, no. I feel like we shouldn't have to say that, but just in case. Just yeah, in case. We're not encouraging this. No. <laughs> so I, I hope y'all are ready for this. I'm not. Take half a quarter of an ounce of pearl in powder. So a powdered pearl. An ounce of powder of steel, cloves, mace, and nutmeg, each half a quarter of an ounce. Dry the spice and make them into a fine powder and then sift it. And then take a quarter of a pound of loaf sugar, beat it, and finely sift it. Mingle these well with a knife and take as much as will lie on a sixpence morning and afternoon at four o'clock using as much exercise as you can. Um, <laughs> absolutely fucking not. <laughs> I don't even want to put my sheets on drunk. Are you kidding? This one time, mace. Like, no, I know mace. Are you mace. kidding? No, this one time I was like super, super, super fucking like whiskey drunk. I think it was like 17 <laughs> or 18 at the time. Like, and I got fucking no, no underage drinking. I was a bad child. Uh, so no, for real, I was plastered. And you know what? Like the fucking thought in my head was like, I'm going to do my laundry. And so I do my laundry and I get my fitted sheet out. And motherfucker, if I didn't try to put a fitted sheet on a fucking mattress while drunk. And I slammed that mattress in my face. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it hurt so bad. The mattress that Michael and I have, I cannot imagine. We have a mint mattress. And like it, I love it. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Not sponsored, but it's a great mattress. But it's heavy. And that's and exactly like, it. It, it doesn't have like springs or anything. It's just basically this solid fucking massive cushion. So I can't imagine. Yeah, it was so painful. Like if I hadn't been drunk, I can't even imagine how bad that would have hurt. Because, yeah. oh my fucking God. <laughs> but it, it still to me is like the fucking funniest thing I've ever done while drunk. And I've done some crazy shit while drunk. <laughs> Are you ready for number two? Yeah, tell me number two. All right, so apparently being lazy makes your uterus show ass. So this is an excerpt, an excerpt from a 1675 book, The Gentlewoman's Companion, or oh. A Guide to the Female Sex. Oh. This is a cure for green sickness. Uh, I can't wait to be cured. Please inform me. Laziness and love are the usual causes of these obstructions in young women, and that which increaseth and continueth this distemper is their eating oatmeal, chalk. Nay, some have not four more cinders, lime, and I know not what trash. If you would prevent this slothful disease, be sure you let not those under your command to want employment. <laughs> that will hinder the growth of this distemper 
and cure a worser malady of a lovesick breast, for business will not give them time to think of such idle manners. Don't hire servants. Do it all yourself, you lazy bitch. (laughs) Bitch, get up and fix your uterus. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, I'll get right on it because I know when my uterus is upset, everything I want to do is work. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Let me go clean out the larder. What the fuck? I know. They were truly wilded back then. I mean, the third one is the worst. (laughs) Oh no. Please inform and then finally I mean I'm sure they came up with others these are just the ones that were listed and I mean I believe it I'm sure they like snorted and (laughs) they did some cocaine about it they did some cocaine about it I don't fucking know so (laughs) and finally the invitation of a chivalrous man and his chivalrous penis to settle the unsettled wound semen was thought to be the fastest cure for green sickness because of fucking course it was (laughs) so face Montu is making right now. It's amazing. Um, additionally, here's a hilarious folk song about a woman and her yearning for, mo- for a man of high repute to come tell her uterus to chill the fuck out. A handsome buxom lass lay panting on her bed. She looked as green as grass and mournfully she said, except I have some lusty lad to ease me of my pain. I cannot live. I sigh and grieve. My life I now disdain. But if some fawny lad would be so kind to me before I am quite mad to end my misery and cool these burning flames of fire which rage in this my breast, then I should be free then I should be from torments free and be forever blessed. That's some wop. Good news, friends, the chivalrous lad aided her in her woes, and she's all fucking better now. Uh we have come a long way in the music of um, getting it. <laughs> I just picture some like D and D bard with like I don't know, like a mandolin or some shit oh being in a tavern, just like just like plucking. Let me suit. pluck my lute and tell you of the vagina that needeth cooing. Right? I was oh. like, uh... <laughs> I was like, I'm not at all surprised by this. If if somebody saying something like to me that like that to me, I might actually feel my entire body body shrivel, my like uterus would shrivel and just die. There's a tag group on Facebook called like my vagina just made the sound that Sideshow Bob makes when he stepped on a rake and <laughs> that. Yep. That's, a that's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's, all. that's the one. Go look it up. Go look it up, guys. That's all you need to know. <laughs> I mean, um, this is also during the time where, like, if a woman couldn't conceive, they're like, oh, it's your fault, because you must not like it. You have to be enjoying the sex, or you're not going to conceive, therefore... Now we know. have men like Ben Shapiro, who are like, women don't actually like sex. My doctor wife. <laughs> and my doctor wife said that women don't actually like sex, and that's a lie. Uh, it has no, like, She's never been wet in her life. <laughs> like, mm, absolutely not. I might not be, mm, sir. No. Rick does not speak for 99% of them. <laughs> Megan V. Stallion speaks for me, thanks. <laughs> I saw a video. 
video recently of someone like making macaroni and cheese and they stirred <laughs> it at the end and he was like yeah you know what that sounds like and I, was like that's... <laughs> I was like that's the best way to end a cooking video i've ever fucking 100 100 oh god i love that video <laughs> my god i swear to god <laughs> What? Mm. If you don't know what we're talking about, it's a video of a boy stirring a pot of mac and cheese like quickly, and he's like, "That's what good pussy sounds like." Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, which unfortunately has made it very difficult for me to make mac and cheese. <laughs> it makes it difficult for me too. Uh, but now I'm thinking, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about vines in general now. I know. God damn it. So before we get on that <laughs> tangent, let's talk about what actually happened. Please like, do. The uh, likely explanations for this one. And I'm sure Matu is loving this episode because when I was like, yeah, I'm going to do the children of like the green children of Woolpit. And there's like definitive science for this. There is no like, oh, it could be this or it could be that. Like in regards to spooky, ooky bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Just the facts. History. <laughs> So, during the reign of King Henry II, um, Flemish, so you were right, Flemish immigrants were heavily persecuted by those in Eastern England. Um, there was a really good, like, summary of what happened on the Wikipedia page about this story. So, basically, historian Paul Harris concluded that the children's, home, the children's homeland of St. Martin's Land was probably the village of Fornham St. Martin which is just north of Bury St. Edmunds, and suggests that their parents were Flemish clock workers there. Um, furthermore, in 1173, Fornham was the site of the Battle of Fornham, which was a civil war between King Henry and his son, the young King Henry, because of originality. Um, rebel forces led by Robert de Beaumont, the third Earl of Leicester, and including a large number of Flemish mercenaries, had landed in Suffolk, but they were defeated by the royal forces on the banks of the River Lark. So from there, the Flemish mercenaries were slaughtered, and Harris suggests that there might have been violence against peaceful Flemish settlers in the area. Um, the children may have fled and ultimately wandered to Woolpit, disoriented, bewildered. They didn't speak any English and dressed in unfamiliar Flemish clothes. The children would have prevented a very strange spectacle to the Woolpit villagers. So basically, the most likely explanation here was that they were the children of Flemish immigrants. And their parents were, you know, unfortunately slaughtered. Because as it said there, they were, you know, complete douche canoes and killed, like, everybody. And as I said earlier, also because the villagers of Woolpit had, like, never come into contact or were very unlikely to have come into contact with Flemish immigrants, their clothes, you know, they were like, what the fuck are you wearing? <laughs> and uh, their language was so weird to them. That's why at the beginning when they were like, oh, they were speaking gibberish. I was like, bitch. <laughs> Right, like, mm. oh, hmm, that's not a language. It's like just because you've never fucking heard it, like, right? Oh, but you know what? How English does that sound to you? Like, that's the most oh. like England oh, reaction very. ever. Oh, very. Yes. Must be demons because Must they're not be speaking demons. English. But it's basically like wild to me that this story happened like 900 years ago. And the villagers were, like, so weirded out by this whole thing that the story has persisted for this long. When the reality of it is just that two small children who just lost their parents and had a medical condition were seeking help. Okay, but, like, at the same time, the English saw the Danes and Norse and were, like, giants. 
clearly giants exist. Oh, They're horrible right. and evil. Kill them. Like, yes. I love. There's this part in Assassin's Creed Valhalla that I love, where someone is like telling Abor, "Oh, you're not bad for a Dane." And one and of the she, options is to be like, I'm Norse. <laughs> yeah, you can be like, mm, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're like super fucking racist about it. I know. Of course, they're like, you're not English. Clearly, you are bad. <laughs> yeah. But woman tall must be evil. <laughs> Big woman bad. <laughs> woman has rights must be evil. <laughs> Michael and I were talking about that earlier, like Quakers. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, like, why did, because I was like, do you, do you know why the, like, Quakers came over here when they did? And he was like, no. And I was like, oh, because they held radical notions like slavery is bad and women are people, you know? Yeah, just the usual little things. Just, you know, no big deal. <laughs> just, just silly things, you know? Silly things like that. Like, Quakers were actually... Uh, it, I was telling him the story about where Herman Melville got the idea for Moby Dick, which is why we were talking about this. Right. So we were talking about how one of the first places that Frederick Douglass actually spoke on like a public platform was in Nantucket because it was mostly run by Quakers. Mm-hmm. But it's just such a vast difference that you see like like this and then you see the other hand. Right. These people were like Hmm, these children are a strange color and their clothes are really fucking weird. Clearly they are not of this realm. <laughs> Obviously demon. Uh yeah, I must get you baptized. You're a demon. I don't That irritated me so bad that he was like, Oh, you can speak English now. Let's go baptize you. I'm like oh. Right? Can you imagine? I'd be like, hmm, they just caught on, they're kids. Like also, I have to wonder, since, like, the boy died shortly after the baptism, I'm like, was, the, like, the baptismal water what did it? It's possible. We haven't, like, okay, so what kind of, like, uh, like, religious sect were they, does it say? Oh, Not, it says nothing about it. It, was it doesn't say. just like, they were baptized, and I was like, okie dokie. Because there's, like, that huge difference between, like, your, uh, john baptist style baptism versus your catholic baptism and um and you know as well as i do like mormon baptisms you're under the water for like a whole 10 seconds (laughs) they're like time to drown drown (laughs) get that (laughs) demon out right you want your own planet you gotta drown it out of you right (laughs) or you can't go to the fucking celestial kingdom literally uh, especially if you're AFAM. Oh. There was someone on Facebook the other day who was like saying that Mormons are the best Christians. And I'm sorry if you're Mormon, but I was like, oh. <laughs> okay, first like, of all, <laughs> most Mormons don't even consider themselves Christians. And, well, and then I was like, no. I was like, Joseph Smith was a huge con man. And, oh, yeah, big time. Big time. And they were like, well, that's just from my interactions, and I was like, I am literally ex-Mormon. <laughs> yeah, like, same, though. Okay, so a lot of my friends are ex-Mormon. I don't just, we're, we're just drawn to each other. Uh, and I was talking about this with uh, one of my friends who um, is also ex-Mormon. We were talking about how uh, the Mormon church, for the longest time, you could not imbibe in, imbibe in caffeine uh, or any kind of soda pop, like, at all. yeah. 
And then the prophet bought stock in Coca-Cola. And I didn't hear about that. Oh God, it, I don't remember his name, but it was one of the recent ones. Was he bought stock in Coca-Cola. Probably. Gordon it sounds Hinkley right. Was the, Gordon B. Hinckley was the prophet like while we were actively attending church. Um, so yeah, so he, um, whichever prophet there was, he bought uh, stock in Coca-Cola and suddenly he had gotten spoken to by God and that it was okay to imbibe in caffeine and His soda again. Scream cult to you. And that is my biggest, like, yeah. that is a fucking red flag. He was like, mm, I can make money off this now, so you guys should go do it. <laughs> I just, because you see that so often with, like, cult leaders, well, they'll, they'll be like, it's like Heaven's Gate is the best example. Oh, 100%. Where they kept changing shit to, like, mm-hmm. fit the narrative of yep. the, uh, the two leaders, uh, T and Doe, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where they just kept changing it. <laughs> anything to make themselves seem correct and to benefit them yeah and the mormon church does the exact same thing when you see rules that have been like in the book of mormon for like decades or were placed by previous like i I don't know did you grow up being told that if you drink black tea that it would leather your liver because that's what we were told because my grandma is scottish or my grandma was scottish and you're not going to tell a Scottish woman not to drink tea. Like, I'm that's sorry. A, that's true. Yeah. You're yeah, not going to tell a Scottish woman not to drink tea. Yeah. Growing up at the church, they were like, mm, tea is bad. It'll leather your liver. I was uh, told that by missionaries, though. Me, yeah. personally, I was told that. But my family drank tea anyway because they were like, you can cry my fucking black tea out of my cold dead hands. Like, that, that is super fair. Um, I didn't really grow up drinking a lot of tea. Like I grew up in the Midwest, so there was definitely sweet tea. You know what I mean? But like, obviously oh, yeah. not the same as like Southern sweet tea. Midwest sweet tea is more like porch tea. Like you put the tea bags in with some sugar, stir in the, uh, the, the water and then let the sun basically steep it. Yeah. 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 Um, which has a different flavor to it just because of the steeping process. But uh, that was the only really like tea that I drank, but we like stopped drinking it when we joined the church. So, and- I hate that for you. (laughs) Yeah, it was was a thing. Uh, It was a whole thing. Uh, But yeah, like it's just stuff like that, like that kind of religious things that kind of just change. Yes. That I'm just like, mm, mm, sus. Yes. So that was a long and unintended tangent. You talked about Mormonism. It's up. To, it was your fault. I did. It's <laughs> my fault. I brought it up. And there we are. I don't know. Because, well, no, you, you brought up Mormon baptisms. My bad. <laughs> I did. You're right. You called me out. So that's the super fun story about the uh, green children a little bit. It sure is. Yes. Where, I, you know, just some, some little kids who just needed some love and some fucking green beans were treated right. like aliens. 900 years in the making, we're still treating people who look different than us as if they're the fucking worst thing to ever walk the planet. Right? I'm like, what do you want them to be? Naked? Like... Right? Thanks, colonization. Could you imagine, like, your parents are killed and you just show up somewhere just dressed how you were dressed and people are like, oh my god, what the fuck are you wearing? 
just come from another realm. I cannot fucking what? Fucking I understand that like you know, education was different back then and all that and like thought processes were a little different, but like I cannot in my current like, you know, worldview and modern perspective universal and has been throughout history if you see unattended children something is wrong wrong right you don't yeah. think evil spirits yeah. I, I just feel like that is really fucking weird it's a really fucking weird thing to think um but if i saw yeah. two kids who looked sickly my first thought would be like gotta take you to the hospital because you're obviously missing children you know, mm-hmm. well, I and mean, I, know. <laughs> that was like the 1100s they did not have hospitals no of course but i mean like modern perspective but like back then i still would have been like maybe take you right go Go get get the the leeches powder go get the steel powder oh my god imagine giving somebody with anemia uh fucking bloodletting that would just be like a death sentence at that point i wonder how many hemophilic people died probably a lot probably a lot yeah probably a lot and with that, let's all just be glad that we're not alive in the 12th century. <laughs> no fucking shit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know what? Thank you everybody so much for uh, tuning in to another episode of What the Fuck? Um, <laughs> what the fuck? Um, and this... Oh, we forgot. I mean, thank you for listening to the Fuck Andrew Jackson podcast, everybody. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say uh, this, you know, on perspective, uh, we just find a Republican's grave and piss on it for me. That uh, that's all I ask. This is this week's hashtag free the stream. <laughs> free the stream. Uh, I'm gonna start figuring out dead Republicans and just start giving like locations for people to piss on. I swear to God. I mean, there's a whole website for it. It's called Find a Grave, but <laughs> perfection. But hashtag yes, not sponsored. Not sponsored. <laughs> Use at your own risk. <sighs> Thank I'm you. That's intended no. use, but I'm not saying you can't use it for that. <laughs> I'm not saying you shouldn't, but I'm also not saying you should. But yes, uh, thank you so much for listening, and we will be back next week with another. Mm-hmm. Whatever the fuck we do. <laughs> thing. Spooky shit. <laughs> Spooky shit. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. That's all for this part of the journey. Our drivers will gas up the hearse, and the rest of you, well, good night. Sleep tight. And remember, those aren't bed bugs biting you when a limb slides off the side of the bed. <laughs>Find find out more about Road Trip to the Grave, follow us on Instagram at Road Trip to the Grave Pod or support us on Patreon at Road Trip to the Grave. As always, thanks for listening. Road Trip to the Grave is spelt Road Trip to the number two, The Grave. <laughs>